I'm attuned to tapping into the Akashic Records and reading from this data bank. And it's as if all of us are writing the Facebook timeline in the sky called the Akashic Records. Welcome to In the Woo World, where we boldly go where others are afraid to look and equally as scared to question. Come along as we explore all things woo-woo of the seen and unseen worlds. A word of woo. All subject matter is subjected to all things practical, supernatural, and stranger than fiction, yet factual. Basically, all things strange and way out there woo. Are you ready to float on your magic carpet and go for a ride? Then close your eyes, tap your heels, and let's begin. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Welcome home and welcome to In the Woo World. I am your host, Wendy Woo. On today's show, I'll be discussing an interesting connection between Facebook and the Akashic Records. They have some interesting similarities and interesting familiar qualities that I'm sure you will find interesting. But first, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Meraki Tribe Collective. They are the go-to platform that's like a dating site, but it's not a dating site. (laughs) It's for conscious business owners, conscious consumers, and influencers. So let's do business consciously. Check out the directory filled with the latest articles, the latest videos, deals, and coupons for your favorite business. Join today at MerakiTribeCollective.com. Use the coupon code WooCharter50. Also, if you resonate with today's podcast and you'd like to have more information about a soul realignment, Akashic Record reading, just look for the links in the show notes. And if you'd like to join in on the conversation or leave a comment or show idea, please contact me and leave a message for me at anchor FM forward slash in the woo world. Click the link for messages and just chatterbox away. So sit back, enjoy, and listen to today's podcast with an open mind. And I hope that it is a blessing to you today. One of the reasons why I was even led to have a podcast called In the Woo World was due to my guidance system, my spirit guides, and um, through my divine intelligence, divine mind, the divine Lord that is divine source speaking to me, Jehovah, God, universe, whoever you want to say, instructing me to do a podcast. And it's really interesting because I am very, I'm not, I'm not going to say very, very, very private because I do have social media. I do have a Facebook. I have all these other things. Um, and I do post. And here recently I've been posting a lot more than usual um, because I took a lot of time off and removed myself from these platforms so I could connect to a different type of um <laughs> social media. <laughs> I guess I guess that's what you would say, my angelic social media. And had received this guidance to uh, break out and do a podcast. And this podcast was to be called Woo World. And I remember laying in my bathtub laughing hysterically about the thought of doing a podcast. And hey, why not? And here we go. My... Um, my phone. I believe in synchronicities and little bells like that. So 
I tapped into my angelic social media and they told me, you need to do a podcast. And this is my alter ego. I get to say and be and who I want to be in this podcast. And also talk about all the woo-woo stuff in the world. Things that make me go, hmm. Yeah. And it does that with a lot of people. So interesting enough, I went on a spiritual journey far deeper than I had imagined. Uh, A few years ago, my parents had passed away. My father did. And I ended up joining a personal development group. And my journey began. And I was left to question everything that I had ever learned from a child up until now. Now, I've always been exposed to religion. I was brought up in a religious household. I was brought up a Catholic. I ended up marrying someone who was part of the um, Church of God or Pentecostal uh, sect. Um, That was very interesting because, you know, here I'm married to this individual and his mother is telling me that um, my religion is awful and satanic because of the rites and the rituals that they do and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was a really difficult um, position to be in. And so um, I, I ended up divorcing from my former husband and leaving all that. And I continued on with a spiritual journey. And my spiritual journey has always been there. I've always been wanting and needing and connecting to a spiritual realm. And I never understood why. I never quite felt like I was not getting the answers that I needed. And then when my father passed away, I ended up, I had no other parents. I had my husband and then both my parents were gone. And so I started down the path of personal development. And if it wasn't for these two coaches of mine who actually stopped me dead in my tracks and said, why is it that you believe the way that you do? Where did you get the answers from? Was this a choice of yours? Was this belief system a choice that you made? And so that's when I started questioning everything. I started listening to things that, um, you know, if I told anyone in my church that I was listening to some of this material, they would flip out on me, totally flip out on me. And what I need to say here in this moment is that information does not equate to initiation or integration. Let me repeat. Information does not necessarily mean that that person who is receiving the information is going to be automatically initiated into that way of belief system, nor are they integrating that information fully into their lives. It is a choice. It is a choice. And the more I started going and seeking and looking and reading 
and contemplating and meditating and praying and going within and getting very quiet and listening. I received all sorts of valuable knowingness and information. You could basically say that I grew in my relationship, in my spiritual relationship. And then I noticed something happened. Something clicked. The better judgment I had, the better discernment I had, the better connection I felt I had. And I would get a knowingness, these answers, just a knowingness. And when I would get this knowingness within an hour or a day or a week that would go by, and all of a sudden, what I had been contemplating, contemplating, what I had been contemplating, and what I had thought of as a knowing actually transpired, and there it was. And then I was freaking out because it was as if I was having psychic moments. And I had always had some premonitions and intuitive hits and psychic moments my entire life. And I remember sharing those types of things with people and also being laughed at. And I knew that people had a very special gift. I just knew that people could have extrasensory perceptions and gifts like that. And where they showed up and where they shared these gifts, that was, that seemed to be the problem on where it was shared and who was listening. And so... I went on a journey. I removed myself from organized religion. I removed myself from any type of platform that was trying to convince me otherwise and convince me of their way of thinking that I did not agree with and it felt wrong. It just didn't feel like I was being provided with any truth. And to be honest with you, when someone comes at me speaking a lot of dogma and they are regurgitating this type of dogmatic way of presenting information, and it's like this way or the highway, it's like my way or the highway, and you're wrong and pointing fingers at me, I'm going to say this. You sound like modern-day Pharisees. When someone comes up to me, and I might say something, and I'm entertaining um, a thought or contemplation, and then then I receive this shoot back of regurgitated dogma and this Bible thumping, I know that that is not from unconditional love. I know that's not what, uh, you know, Jesus taught. He actually got really pissed off at people for regurgitating that dogma. He really did. If you're going to listen to the Bible wholeheartedly, why don't you look that part up? But really, this is not about my podcast today. I just wanted to kind of show you or share with you that I've been on a journey. I had to come to a point to where I was really, really sick because I was running. I was running away from my gifts, and I got to the point that I was so incredibly sick that I had no other choice but to really 
internalize and go inside of my mind and dissect every single aspect of my life. And when I did that, when I started doing a lot of shadow work and a lot of work that I was able to glean from the Akashic Records, I started to heal. And I can say that I am healed far more today than I ever was on a good day that I was fully into uh, biblical teachings or the dogmatic teachings that was presented to me through the church. That type of way of thinking actually led to a lot of disease and illness in my life. And some people might disagree with me on that, but that's for you. I can only say from my perception and how I was treated and how I was able to rise above and move away from that. When I did that, I got well. And when I did that, I opened myself up to actually serving others in a manner that is very unusual and it's not the norm. And you know what? That's okay. Because if everybody was the same, it would be an awfully boring world. Now, wouldn't it? So today we're talking about energy. We're going to talk about some woo-woo stuff. I'm going to talk about uh, Facebook and how Facebook is the evil side. <laughs> it's not really the evil side. It's the negative polarity of the Akashic Records, my friends. So um, that's what I want to address today is the Akashic Records. I am attuned to reading the Akashic Records, and that is what I do uh, also on the side. I'm a consultant, and I have found this type of work the most enjoyable work because I get to help and aid others experience some incredible aha moments that validate everything that they have experienced in their life. And I'm able to provide some insights and answers and some incredible aha moments that actually validate so many feelings and experiences that they have had their entire life. And I am on the forefront of experiencing that type of transformation and those feelings and validating those experiences for my clients. And it's actually very beautiful and it's very, very rewarding. I mean, it's incredibly interesting and very awesome to witness when I'm able to provide a backstory to someone about a relationship that went sour in a past life. And this is because they've been involved in a soulmate contract with this person. And this person is still interfering with their Akashic record, with their life, with their life in today, present time. So a past life event can affect a person presently. And when I'm able to provide a past life story about someone who they were involved with, with a soul contract that has not been broken, that is still open, the person is like, oh my gosh, this is the type of thing that I had all my life. I go into these relationships with this person, with these people, and they turn out to be very abusive and 
it's just very, very validating to the client because their entire life they just couldn't quite put their finger on something. And it's through working through Akashic Records and with a practitioner who was attuned to the, who was attuned to the Akashic Records. It's through that type of work that validates and gets that person pulled into an awareness, and then that's where the healing begins. I'm attuned to tapping into the Akashic Records and reading from this data bank. And it's as if all of us are writing the Facebook timeline in the sky called the Akashic Records, but it's all done through an energy and it's kept there forever. And the one thing about it is that we can interact with this. It's the book of life. We can, we can glean from the book of life that is biblical, that is our connection to further understand ourselves. And when you tune into that, the expansion and the contraction, it's as if it's like waves, like the ocean that just talk to you and it responds. And this is the fabric blowing in the wind. And we tap into that and glean from that. And here, yes, no, maybe, and then the then the impressions that come to mind. Now, I use a method um, that is the French term called radiastigia, 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 which is also known as dousing. <laughs> But radiesthesia, I do a mental, physical form because I use charts and um, a way of framing the questions. And I get the impressions. And then I present these to my clients. And my clients um, usually confirm all the stuff that I'm presenting to them. And you want to know something? I do not judge what the Akashic Record says. The Akashic Records does not judge you on that. The energy, let's see, there's no judgment as far as the material and the answers that are there. Okay? It's not like there's someone up there going, you're so bad, blah, blah, blah. But your records will hold a pattern in it that imprints onto you that is of some negative polarity and positive polarity and that is a part of you changing your record is because you're going against something that's divinely there for you and you're not choosing the divine you're not plugging in you're not like intentfully just recognizing that and allowing this this divine pattern and ooey gooey yummy energy to come in and navigate your life divinely as if it was the path that was divinely laid for you when you make decisions outside of that path that's when life shows up as a shit show now i'm sure most of you are like well i don't want my life to look like a shit show but you know what when you don't take responsibility and control over your life and you're just throwing caution to the wind saying 
it's all in the Lord's hands. I just can't do it. Whatever the Lord wants me to do. You know what? You aren't here to be guessing your entire life. Human beings are the only people that come to earth who don't know who the fuck they are. They go their entire life not knowing who they are. A lion knows who he is. A bear knows who he is. A bee knows who he is. They all know who they are. Only species that is in total confusion and question are humans. And they do this because they've been told they are totally separate and they separate themselves from their divine path. For some reason, it's been instilled in them that they are not the creators of their life, of their daily life. Now, you might be thinking, what are you talking about? I'm blaspheming the Lord. I'm blaspheming God. No, I'm not. Okay? I'm not. You are here to live a life that is abundant, that is prosperous. It's not always easy, but these things that are really crappy, they're actually showing you who you aren't. And you find out who you are by who you are not. You're shown a contrast. That is it. You have to experience contrast in order to choose the things that you like and the things that you do and who you be. So if you intentfully want to co-create, you can. You are a creator, too. You can create your day how you want it to be. Now, if something shows up and it derails that, please don't turn around and say, well, damn it, look what the devil did. It's all in your response. You're either going to respond negatively or respond positively. You either let it bother you or you don't. You have a choice. You have a choice. So you experiencing life at a third dimensional, fourth dimensional level, which is what we do, because we are multidimensional, you exist in all of these other dimensions. A lot of other dimensions you exist. And your actions reverberate. They reverberate. They act as a tuning fork. And they go into these other dimensions because of your density here in the third, third dimensional plane of existence. When you tap into the Akashic Records, which is not bound by time or space, like the third and fourth dimension is, when you tap into that dimension, you are able to navigate and heal your life possibly take a little bit more control of your life. Wendy, we're supposed to cast our cares unto God. Uh, yeah, you cast out those negative energies back to God as compost. You just send it back. But you still have to navigate. You still need to create a boundary for yourself. You do. 
so I brought up a few things about dimensions, third dimension, fourth dimension. Fourth dimension is actually um, really easy to get into because you do it all the time. So many people get lost in their fourth dimensional way of life because they're thinking of stuff in the past, which is fourth dimension, or they're too caught up in the future worrying about what's ha- what can happen or can't happen in the future. And that's all fourth dimensional stuff. That's how you um, kind of mess up your thinking there, especially if you just can't get beyond that. If you can't be present because you're too busy thinking of the past and regurgitating that and regurgitating that stuff or worrying about the future, you mess up your present moment. And that is a distraction. But third dimension is everything to do with your actions. Fourth dimension is how you think. And the fifth dimension is beyond time and space. And this is where the Akashic Records lie. And I'm going to say this is where all of our um, prophets that channeled the information that is found in the Bible, this is where they were able to glean and receive this type of um, divine messaging, divine channeling from. And all of us have the capability of doing this. However, this sort of way of interacting in the spiritual realm has been hijacked and actually demonized and told to a lot of people that it's wrong. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay and it's needed. It's needed for you to understand. And it's needed for you to heal. Heal a lot of the past, present, and gain control, as much control as you can, And I don't even want to say control. To be honest with you, I don't even want to use that word control. It's a way of you to just kind of step into your sovereignty and just know that you can consent or not consent to many things. And a continuing of consenting to things that are not you, that consenting to things that are not you, that is what creates blocks and restrictions in your life. And that's what messes things up. And that's when your life starts to look like a shit show because... Choosing the things that are not in alignment with you actually creates a detour, a pattern away from the things that are you. It creates a detour away from your divinity and the divine path that's readily available for you. It's there waiting for you to tap into. It's ready there for you to clear away the minutiae of the patterns and the stuff that you chose either consciously or unconsciously. And that's the beauty of working with your Akashic record. The fifth dimension is like I said, it's like that it's, it's timeless. So there is no timeline there in the Akashic records. It's not really the Facebook of the sky. I could say it, it kind of is so that that wraps a little bit of understanding around it around for you. If you're like, what is that? Akashic Record, what is the book of life? It is just the energetic data, the imprint, the it, everything that you ever done, your thought, your intention, 
your will, uh, your action, all of it gets recorded in this energetic database. And I am able to read from that and find out also within your energy field, your chakras, which ones are not operating optimally. Uh, are there any vows? Are there any contracts that you have with other people, entities? Um, what is this program that's going on in your in your life? You seem to not be able to um, find love. You get in there, you go, and then there's something going on that didn't work out. And it almost seems like it's the same type of person or close to it and this person is all of a sudden it's like acting like the last person and there's something some weirdness about it I can find that out I can find why that's happening I can find out why someone um, possibly feels like they're being drained by another person this is what the Akashic Records hold for you. The little pains, the little twinges, the little pains that you experience. The thing about it is, is that <laughs> if we talk about Facebook, Facebook is the place where, you know, it's on this third dimensional plane of existence. Talk about pain. I mean, I, sometimes I call it flake book because it's just gotten so outrageous with the with the communistic um, censoring, taking stuff down. And I personally feel like they're uh, owned by China at this point. Um, so anyway, that's a whole other topic. Facebook on the physical plane of the third dimensional existence. That really crosses everyone's boundaries of some sorts. You know, it starts out kind of simple. You post about your day, maybe your coffee cup, feet up, ready to go. It goes from that, photos of your food, perhaps your flat tire, Hey, you're at this awesome concert or the concert that you were at last year because this year you ain't going to one. Thanks, Corona. Facebook is like carrying on, finding out your political views. You put the rants on there that you need a vacation. You're on vacation. Then you got your trolls, your stalkers, your likes, your hearts, your sad and angry little emojis and your gifts. <laughs> you know, it's like the biggest platform for gossip. I mean, it's just like nothing good sometimes. If you stare at it like that. If you stare at it like that. If you view it like that. And it's not always like that. But yeah, it can be. Because that's how I'm feeling here lately with it. Because it used to be really fun, and now that uh, it's get, it's getting a little um, a little censored, very controlling. That's where it's like, ooh, it's so weird, so weird to me. You're not speaking your truth. So it's it's almost as if that it's this. I want you to think of Facebook, and now the actions that they're taking now with Facebook. 
with all the censorship and um, the gossip, that whole Facebook thing would really, really go in alignment with all of the negative karmic patterns, the blocks and restrictions that we choose day in and day out putting into our Akashic record. Because then usually, usually what happens is there's some type of um, emotional negative energy that we carry and we might be scared to talk about something. So we present our way in a we we prevent our we present our voice in a way on on social media that might not truly reflect your true being your true feelings i mean i've done that you censor yourself like energetic wise akashic record wise we all enter we all energetically censor ourselves to see who we really are we wear that mask and now we purposely, now we have to wear this mask. In some places, you have to wear the mask. So then you got Facebook. So, okay, well, now you get to really take pictures of yourself, reflection, face on, covered up with a face mask on Facebook. <laughs> look at my, look at my facey, guys. It's my, it's my masky. Here's my masky. No more selvies. They're all maskies. So Facebook is, I would say, the negative polarity of and the physical third dimensional aspect of the Akashic Records because it freaking gets on your last bad nerve. Maybe it brings out the best in you. Maybe it brings out the worst in you. It's usually the worst. <laughs> Like, dislike, emoji here, emoji there, giffy here, giffy there. I had reached a point where I was deleting Facebook off my phone. Here lately, I haven't because I've been needing to uh, work online. And thank God I can work online. So the deleting, the deleting of Facebook and plugging into a different type of <laughs> social media, my angelic media, was far funner, far more, far more funner. Is that how it goes? Far more funner. <laughs> Where am I from? Where are you from? So I went on a journey. My journey started like five years ago. If I'm going to talk about the Akashic Records and having a blast uh, learning about it and helping people um, overcome certain things and helping them along their journey... Um, it's far more rewarding. It's far more rewarding to really offer over some insight to other people that really validates a lot of how they felt for most of their lives and then questioning it. And, um, you know, it's a journey. Getting this type of information and working with it and it's as if you're going on a diet. And I don't want, you know, and I don't mean a diet in, a, in that type of bad way. It's a change of lifestyle. 
When you learn about your Akashic records and how you have harmed your energy field and your energetic body and your chakras and you have harmed your boundaries and you've made contracts and you've taken vows and when you find that stuff out about yourself, you go on a cleanse. You go on an energetic cleanse. You go on a clearing. It's time to clear that stuff out, baby. It, it is spring cleaning at any time. And you can do spring cleaning throughout the day with your energy. And I actually, um, <laughs> I actually highly recommend that. It's part of your robe. If you want to get all um, biblical, your robe is your um, is your aura, is your energetic body, and you have to keep those robes clean, baby. Seriously, the Akashic records will contain. The energies of a yes and no of past past life choices that can follow you from lifetime after lifetime. And they can also consist of present day choices that you made as a child or events that possibly kind of continued choices from your parents or caregiver that impacted you. It might not sound like it was much. Let's say an eight-year-old child who is severely bullied at school, that would create a blocker restriction in your energy field. And that would harm you. It would, it would trip you up, harm you on an energetic level and trip you up and also have you showing up in certain relationships in a certain way because of that type of energetic abuse. If it went on and on and on and on, because you all, because, you know, look, children are put in positions all the time. They can't control their environment. There's only so much they can control. They're, they're not in any control in their environment. So having to go to school and be around the bully day in, day out for, you know, at least a good, um, what, 250 days out of the year. <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Is that what it is? Subconsciously, that's just the mind screw. So energies are picked up from that and that type of stuff interferes and it can create blocks and restrictions and sabotage and create obstacles of your life in the now. And you know what? It's really cool. I'll tell you what some of these things are like, though. The Akashic Records and Facebook. Guess what they have in common? Guess what they can do? You can delete information off of your page. And so it is through also the energetic database, you can delete and edit and remove energies that no longer serve you from your Akashic record. And what's that and what that is doing? It's clearing the page and it's opening up it's opening up the divine channel, the divine path for you to access. And it's through knowing and finding out that energy that was blocking you that you needed to delete from your energetic field, you delete it. It goes away. Sometimes it grows back. That's why you need to be 
energetically cleaning your aura on a daily basis, clearing that out, just like you want to clean off the windshield, okay? You don't want to drive in the rain without any windshield wipers or Rain-X. That's a great, great (laughs) product, by the way. No, I'm not endorsing them. They're not my sponsor, but hey, I like Rain-X. I like to see clearly. And you know, just like with Facebook, it's a distraction. And when we make choices continually, time and time again, it ends up being a permanent distraction in our in our Akashic record, and it fogs up the the pathway. It's just an obstacle. Decisions aren't choices. Actions are choices. When you act on something, it's a choice. So, you know, possibly you could be listening to this podcast and be like, what the heck is she talking about? This is really interesting. You know what? If you're listening to this, it might be time that you have an Akashic Record reading. Not unless your life is just so spot on. And I'm going to tell you right now, my life is more spot on ever, but I still have to deal with reality. I'm still living on this plane of existence. I still have my pains. I still have some little habits that I have to continually look at and be on top of. And I have to remind myself on a daily basis with affirmations that I am the source of everything that I do in my life. I'm at source. I realize that I am at source and I can create and I am the co-creator with the creator and I can create with him, with it, with this, in, with this incredibly divine intelligence, this divine intelligence that knows my name and loves me and it is holy and I am fully supported in this and everyone is. When they realize it, when you realize that you are part of the divine, that you were made in the image of God, that you are free and that you are sovereign and he's got your back or she's got your back. He, she, it, whatever it is, it is divine. It is holy. It is oneness. It is oneness. Unity, being of one. And it's actually referred to in the Bible as oneness as well. And when you find that out, You will co-create and manifest your life in such a way that it's actually enjoyable. You actually look forward to waking up. You actually look for the synchronicities and those little coincidences that really aren't coincidence. You get to play. You get to play with the universe and it plays back with you. That's what it means to align to your divinity and your divine and your divine self-expression. That's when you can manifest the life that you have always wanted that is soul-inspired desire. It's a soul-inspired desired life. That is the type of life you gain when you start learning more and more about who you are at soul level through learning who you are by tapping into the information that is there for you through the Akashic Records, also known as the Book of Life. You know, the Akashic Records is really interesting. And 
it was through me walking the beach one day, and I thought that I got it on video, on audio, but apparently I didn't. I had to actually come into the studio here using my microphone and create this podcast about Facebook and the Akashic Records. It was this this information just just kind of like popped into my head, and there was this all of a sudden there is this this interesting link between the two. And you know what? When we aren't careful, when we aren't careful with the things that we put into our environment, even into our bodies, and that will be another podcast, but what we put into our bodies is equally as important as taking care of our energetic bodies, which is something people don't talk about. They don't know about it. If we aren't, if we aren't careful with the distractions that we allow into our lives, what happens is that we go through life just through the motions, hypnotically, in a trance, um, very confused, not being able to speak our truth. You know, just like with Facebook, you're getting censored. And in reality, we do censor ourselves. We do censor ourselves in front of certain people and certain groups. You've got your home you. You have your work you. You got your... Um, you got your tennis group, you, you got your gym, you, and then you got your you, you. Woo, woo. You got your you, you, you woo, woo. So finding out and connecting to the information that is available through the Akashic Records and then clearing and moving and deleting like you could if you were very regretful of a post that you made on Facebook, you're able to do that. You're able to do that with the Akashic Records, and that's where I come in. And I have testimony after testimony of people who have thoroughly enjoyed and uh, experienced wonderful shifts and changed directions of their life for the better. And... They're connecting to their divinity in such a way that it's through pure love, pure love, pure embodiment, pure embodiment of love, because you are to know yourself. Jesus said that you are to know yourself. You are. And through knowing yourself, you'll know him. You'll know and be closer to God. And as we go through life, the thing about it is, is that God is the same today. God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Okay? That's a true statement. So what changes? It's not God. It's consciousness. It's the consciousness of mankind. It's you stepping further away from your human existence at a carnal level and realizing that you're you are and realizing that you are multidimensional and that you are to become like Christ when you realize you are divine you are free and you are sovereign that is what Jesus was saying to everyone he said I'm God he never looked at the other disciples and said you aren't God he was trying to get them to realize who they were too 
Aren't we all little gods? I know that's written in the book. That's written in the Bible. You are gods. We are. We are made in his image. And we are able to connect and glean our divine will, the divine will of God from the book of life. You are able to do that. And you are even encouraged to do it. I feel very honored to be able to have learned this body of work and to actually express it and talk about it on my podcast today. I hope I left you with some curious questions. And I will continue with more information and insights with the Akashic Records in a later podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure you check out our show notes and MerakiTribeCollective.com using the coupon code WooCharter50. And if you are interested in obtaining a consultation with a soul realignment practitioner, all of the information will be listed in the show notes as well. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.